The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You know, sometimes we do a show for the East Coast. Today, we're doing a show for the West Coast. Welcome to a late edition of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff of the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. It is a 1230 Pacific time, 330 Eastern time start for today because Dave had to go get something checked out with the doc. Very important stuff. How are you, sir? Is everything okay? Everything's everything's fine as well as fine could be. I did a neuropathy test. You know what that is? Absolutely no idea. Neuropathy. Checking the nerves. All right. Oh. They got to check whether you got all the, everything's supposed to feel like it's supposed to feel, arms, legs. So they said, wear comfortable clothing, preferably T-shirt and shorts. So can I wear a hat? Because I always wear a hat. Yes. And we're going to come in and test you. I said, okay. And I remember this test from the month after I took the stroke, or after I had the stroke, and a woman named Lorraine had a little too much joy and pleasure in giving me like a cattle prod shocks. And I was like, okay. So when I called this morning to confirm and everything, I said, is this the one that hurts? And the woman said, well, it matter. It uh, depends on who you ask if it hurts. Oh, oh Great okay. Answer. That's right. I remember. All right. Answers yes. Yeah. So I get there bright and early, you know, not ish time. I'm early time. When I got an appointment, I'm early all the time. So I'm there, set up, ready to go. And I'm waiting in a waiting room, waiting in a waiting room. Come on. What are we doing? I got to go do the BVB. Just for the record. Sorry, Will. Nobody gives a shit that I got to come do the BVB. So I'm no. pacing in the, in the office. Then I ask twice, am I in the right place? When's my supposed to have the test supposed to be going? Be with you in a minute, sir. You keep saying that. You said that 15 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago. So Andre calls me back and says, it's time to go. We sit down. He said, I'm sorry for the wait. I apologize for the delay. We had a man fall down. And he's a big guy and he couldn't get up. And I go, was he doing this test or was he doing a different test? I mean, that's a fair question. Heck yeah. No, he's doing a different test. I said, oh, okay, good. Puts that gel on you and, uh, you know, stickers all over you. And he goes, all right, are you ready? And I said, yeah. Oh, you okay? Uh, Yeah, I'm all right. Did you feel that? Well, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I did. Am I supposed to? Well, yeah, you just didn't react. And I'm like, yeah, I got a high tolerance for pain. I mean, how many times are you going to do this? Oh, we got to do both arms, both legs. I said, oh, okay. All right. So we went through. The legs were fun because I feel the legs a lot more. He said the arms are more sensitive. I said, there's no chance that my arms are more sensitive than my legs. Picked up my leg, held it up and said, make it limp. I giggled. And then it's. <laughs> Because <laughs> he said, make it limp. And I'm like, it is. What do you think is going on here? And he, he zapped me and he goes, 10 times harder now. <laughs> he goes, man, you got some big calves. I said, 
Andre, can we get the test done, please? please. Let's go. Yeah. Can we please go? You know, and we got done everything. I got a follow-up appointment to the to this appointment, but I can tell you this. If I'm supposed to feel shocks, everything is working just fine right now. Just good fun. to hear BBB oh. live on YouTube and Twitter, as always replayed on sports grid TV replayed on Sirius XM channel 159. We have a lot of good things to get to. It's a Wednesday. That means it's a football college football Wednesday. Mm. We are on later than normal. So we do. Uh, if you guys who are in the chat, thank you for hanging out. Appreciate you guys you. being with us. Let's talk about what happened last night. Dive right into it. The Phillies continue to absolutely rake yes. 10, nothing. The victory last night over the diamondbacks. Schwarber goes deep two more times. The second home run, how did he hit that out? Don't know. I mean, that was all arms. That was like a wrist flick. That was just like, oh my. The second one, you're like, yeah, this game is over. The Phillies aren't going to lose a game at home in this series, right? Um, I can't say that definitively, but it's going to be pretty tough to beat them there. Uh, the way they are, I don't know if there's an indicator. I don't know what is happening at the plate, but they are getting cuts. Like, I don't want to start the trash can stuff again, but it feels like they know what's coming, when it's coming, and they are making no mistake with it. They are hitting it over the fence. They got 17 home runs in four postseason games or something. That's the most home runs in a four-game stretch. Tied the record for all of baseball. How many solo home runs have they hit? Do you, a do lot, you know? Though. A lot. It's a lot like of all solo shots. It's weird. A lot of like, solo shots. A lot. A lot. I mean, this is what that yeah. team does. Like they hit solo yes. home runs, which is a little, yeah. I mean, it's got to be scary for somebody because if they start getting guys on base and doing this, yeah, <laughs> 10 runs might be irregular. Yes. Yeah. Um, depending on a pitching matchup, they can be beat at home, but it's going to take somebody pitching seven innings, two earned or less. Like that's the way they got to lose. It's a, that's the only way, because they're they're getting good cuts. They're 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 moving runners. They're I mean, Schwarber went first to third yesterday. They were teasing him after the game. We're going to call you Schwar Wheels instead mm-hmm. of Schwarber. Thought it was hilarious. Um, they're playing great defense. Bohm's play at third was I mean that's one you're going to see over and over and over. Everything's happening for the Phillies right now. Everything. Six forty. Plus 640, the price on oh. the Diamondbacks to win this series. Yeah. You want that? No. Just bringing it up. Do you it's think they can win game three? Yes. It's, an, it's been an underdog postseason. Well, yeah, it has. So, I mean, does it? But continue? not now. If it continues, maybe there's some value to come in and jump in on the, diamond, uh, on the Diamondbacks at plus 640. Take a shot. If you get to a game seven, you're going to be able to hedge. Uh, I could tell you this: there's you could you could buy the exactas right now with Arizona, mm-hmm. right? Arizona over. Um, yeah, I'll give you the current prices right now because I can log into one joint and find it. Let me see here. We are. If this interests you, it does. So you can do at one of the places here in town. Arizona over Texas. That's likely, right? Possibly, in the World Series. Right. 26 and a half to one. Wow. I was going to say 50 to one. Okay. It's half what I thought it was going to be. Well, after the Rangers win today, that will be a lot higher. Uh, or actually a lot lower because it's actually going to yeah. happen. Astros 
I mean, Rangers. Diamondbacks over Astros. Rangers aren't winning today. 95 to one today. 95. So $20. Di- Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks over the Astros. Yep. 20 bucks. What, what's Astros over the Diamondbacks? Astros over the Diamondbacks is 75 to one, sir. There's your value. There's if you the think play. the Astros There's are the going play. to still be alive. Well, I mean, I would, I mean, what's Astros over the Phillies? <clears throat> Astros over the Phillies right now is 11 and a half to one. Yuck. Gross. Okay. That's not nearly as good as I no, thought it was going to be. You thought it was going to be higher? Uh, yeah. I mean, to, to bet it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Phillies prices, I mean, I can tell you this. Keep People keep asking me, what's the series price going to be? I think it's a dead pick them, depending on who pitches, how many games, you know, because if they have to use Wheeler in a game five, they can't use him in a game one, most likely. So he'll be game Are we just two. advancing the Rangers ahead of time here? No, no, no. I'm just, I was, you always speculate. What do you make the number? What do you make the numbers? Texas right. favorite, how much, you know, blah, 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 blah. Because Texas has home field against the Phillies. Right. Yeah, right. right okay, right. so. The Astros do too, though, right? <clears throat> Phillies, well, yeah. Yeah. They both do. Okay. Uh, Phillies, Rangers, Phillies over the Rangers is plus 140. Mm. And Phillies over the Astros right now is eight to one. So, so you could buy an Astros over Phillies ticket if you think the Astros are going to win the ALCS. Mm-hmm. Well, let's yeah. talk about tonight. There you go. Rangers are minus 134, Mad Max against Javier. Some very interesting stats going into this game tonight. So, in September, mm-hmm. the Houston Astros outscored the Texas Rangers in Dallas 39 to 10 over a three-game series. They okay, scored say, four. Say that again. That was what? That was in, in September. In September. Three-game series. Three-game series in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Houston outscored the Rangers 39 to 10. Yeah, that's when the Rangers were the worst, right? That was when they go through that stretch where it didn't even look like they were going to make the playoffs. No, it was middle of the month. It was it was right when they were up and down, like they were scuffling. But I mean, they gave up 13, sorry, 14, 13 and 12 runs over a three game period. It's a bad three days. Astros rake. And in the beginning part of the year, the Astros took two of three against. They went five and one. In Dallas this year. Mm. Like this series is not anywhere near closed. Back-to-back starts for Javier with no earned runs given up. Right. We're going with Mad Max tonight who hasn't pitched in a month. Right. What do you expect out of him? Because I know what I'm getting out of Javier. I have no idea what I'm getting out of Max. Numbers, that's eh, solid 130, a couple places down south, down 125, 124. I'm going to guess the bad guys are going to bet Houston. Fair. I bet Houston. I think, I think you're going to bet Houston because you just I, said it. I think you, you know what you're re- getting. You don't know what you're getting with Max. I think you could just go Houston team total over. I think you go game over. I think it's Houston money line. I think it's Houston run line. I, I think you really? can go ahead and, and just, I love Javier starting. He's been absolutely unbelievable. And his postseason resume is incredible. Huh. I mean, he is hard, hard to hit, even in this ballpark. I should put the Astros hat on for this. I can't. Show. I think this series is going seven. I, I think tonight the Astros win. Tonight it's two to one. I think they win game four. Rangers win game five. Astros win game six. And then we go to a game seven in Houston. 
Good point by Jay Dalbets in the chat. And again, thank you guys for being here. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't be a bum. Hit the thumb, all that things. Leave a comment. If you watch the show on YouTube, leave a comment, anything. We'll find it. We'll respond, all of that. We see it. Everyone talks about Javier's outing against the Twins in the ALDS. He only gave up one hit, but he gave up five walks. Okay. How many runs? Over. How many runs? Over. We're gonna get we're gonna get Houston. We'll maybe get first five over. This feels like a game that I, I mean, if Maxi gives up three or four, the winning team's gonna get five. Christian so Javier I, in the postseason is five and one with a one point nine one ERA, fifty seven strikeouts and fifteen appearances. Yeah, I'm not worried about the walks. He doesn't give up runs. Should be the playoffs. Man. His walks turn into runs. Doesn't give up runs. He strands runners like crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Ask this is the, the guy you want. We got, we got this, a bunch is, of people in here. Houston or Texas, who wins tonight? Simple this is the that. guy you want. I mean, in terms of the, the to me, this is this is the guy you want on the mound. That whether there was a bug going through the the, the Astros locker room or not, it should be gone by now. This guy should be good. And you've got a guy who hasn't pitched in a month. Oh, they got a bug too. I got a bug. It's brutal. Remember that was the whole rumor about what's going on with with Jordan Alvarez. He was dealing yeah. with a flu bug in game one and game two. So he still went deep. <laughs> he still had a home run. <laughs> with that. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I like Houston tonight to win game three. I like, I, I think they win three and four. And I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see game five. We'll get back to the starting pitcher that you like. And I get my guess is they throw Montgomery in game five. It might even yeah. throw him in game four. Man, oh, man. This is great. You can see it in the chat. You know how the line's right? Our chat right here. Houston, Texas. Texas, Houston. Texas, Houston. Houston, Houston. I'm on Rangers, but it's been a while since I've hit a bet. Thanks, DJ4TW. <laughs> Houston, give me Bochies. Give me the Bochies. Chef Benny over to Houston's do. I hate the do. Don't bet on the do. No, the do, I, the do is no good. There's no do. Bet on the starting pitcher that you've got up against Mad Max. Mr. C, one of our baseball guys, says Space City. I don't know. I I am I am torn. I went and bet the Phillies yesterday. I felt confident in that. I bet the Phillies and I bet the Phillies to win the World Series at a price that I thought was good, just to add to the pop. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do after we finish the show, but I'm probably going to take a position on something, maybe on both of these teams in the World Series, and one of those exact prices. We'll see. I mean, Astros over the Phillies at 11 to 1 is not bad. Well, That's I mean, not it's, bad. It's, it's not bad. Because what's the price? Because if the price is, I mean, Houston should be favored in that series, right? Uh, it's going to be home field. Be close. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think either team's more than minus one twenty over the other. Right. So okay. So say it's plus one ten on the other side, right? Or plus one twenty other side, depending on what book they're going to use for a price. Plus one fifteen. You could have eleven to one or plus one fifteen. Right. I mean, or you can but do you, you know, get the matchup. Right. You got to get that matchup. But I'm saying you'd wait. You'd bet it afterwards. You you take the eleven to one and then you hold it and wait and see. And if you get the Astros and the Phillies, you bet the other side and you right. know, bet four or five units on the other side and you're good to make. <laughs> you're guaranteed to make five or six units right on it. I don't mind that play at all. I might actually, I think I probably would do that. My own do that. You got to get the matchup obviously, but you know, I think that there's an opportunity there with Astros 
in the Phillies to, to, to make money. Now it could be Rangers. I mean, Rangers win game three. The number goes skyrocketed. It was, I mean, I was dying laughing last night when, when you heard Derek Jeter say, you know, we lost a series down three. Oh, and David Ortiz went, you did. And it was just like, I was like, I love you, David Ortiz. So it's not over. I don't think it's over if they lose tonight, but right. I think they win tonight. I think we're seeing two one in that series is going to be a war. I don't see a thing going quick. Seven games. If we said it, uh, was that yesterday? When if Texas wins tonight, the series is over. I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. If the Phillies win tomorrow, good night. Yeah, I agree. Good night. They're not losing a home game the rest of the way. They're undefeated in the playoffs. They're not losing at home. You keep saying that out loud. I really wish you wouldn't. It doesn't matter what I say out loud. It doesn't matter what I say out loud. It's the truth. They haven't lost at home. They're not going to lose at home in the playoffs. Mm. Don't see it. I just, I maybe Texas goes in there. The Astros are the team that could do it because they're a better. I don't understand why they're a better road team than a home team, but the numbers are ridiculous for Houston. They are way better on the road. Sometimes it's just about playing ahead. Some teams just play like when you're the visitor and you score first, it's a different, you can kind of play the game a little different when you're home and the other team scores first, you're counter punching and you maybe, I don't know. There were times, you know, when we played when the girls, I liked being a visitor and I like scoring first and putting the pressure on and dictating what we were going to do next, you know, as far as, I felt like we were in more control of the game sometimes. Other times, when our pitcher was dealing, I'd rather be the home team. Every time you don't score and we come up, you're worried that we're going to take a lead or two, run or two, and then you're going, "Uh uh-oh, now we can't get to them. So, I don't know. Tomorrow's a bullpen game with Houston and Texas, right? That's the problem for the Rangers, yes. That's that's bad for Texas. So – that's what I mean. Game one, you win tonight, you win game four, then you're back to Montgomery and okay, now you can win game five, game right. six to Houston, game seven, flip a coin. Well, you have that all mapped out already? That's how I think it goes. Jeez. That's how I'll bet it. If it goes that way, that's how I'll bet it. I'll bet Houston tonight. I did. I'll bet Houston tomorrow. I'll bet the Rangers in game five. And then game six is the scary one. Houston because Houston loses tonight. What are you going to do tomorrow? If who... If Houston, if Houston loses, tonight, loses tonight, if Texas wins, you're going to still bet Houston tomorrow? No, nah, I probably just won't bet it. Oh. Probably, probably leave it alone because the Astros can win game. A bullpen game is really bad, but for both teams, it could be bad too. So I don't right. know. If, I don't know if the Astros have got that, that in them to come back. Like when you're the champ, you've played a lot of baseball over the last two years and a lot of injuries. You just a lot of- said just two minutes ago that the Astros could win four in a row. They could, but I, I don't know if I'm going to bet it, though. I mean, I, I got to oh. see it. It's right. one thing for me to say it. Different, I'm going to bet it. Different story. I want to see. I, I got to see it. on the record. I said if Texas wins, it's a wrap. Yeah, and I'm not going there. I'm not saying it's a wrap. I don't I don't agree, but I'm not All saying right, you're, you're not wrong. ready to bet it the other way. Correct. Correct. Right. I'm not that's, going to bet it. I'm just, I want to see, do they have it in them to rally, win a game four, maybe win a game five, get it back to Houston and see what happens. They have home field. This is where the two, three, two comes into play because you get it back in your place. And I don't care if you're bad at home or not. I'm not going to play a playoff game, game six and game seven in my building, then not and use my fans in my environment and just be more comfortable being sleeping in my own bed. Like all of those things coming up for a game six and a game seven. So you get it back to Houston 
even it, even down three two. I think the Astros still very much are alive. It's just the interesting thing is going to be this: if the American League Championship Series goes seven, and the Phillies sweep, they're going to be sitting for a week and a half. Oh, here not? we go with the sitting again. Are they not sitting for a week oh and a half? Oh my god, the Rangers. What if they sweep? We're betting everything on the National League team if it goes six or seven? No, because the National League series is not going six or seven. What are you talking about? What if the Diamondbacks win tomorrow? Okay. I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to be around for more than five games. They're not going back to Philly. I don't believe so, no. I don't believe so. Okay. I mean, just they're right now. The Diamondbacks have had an amazing season. This is an incredible accomplishment to get to the National League Championship Series, but they've run into a team that just is way better. Better on every level. More experienced. They're more experienced. They're built better. They've been focused on this for a long time. This feels, not not from a world championship standpoint, but this feels like it's a speed bump to the World Series. Like This has not been competitive for the first two games. They better win game three. Right. So if they sweep them, and they win they, game three. If they sweep them and they are up four games to none, you know, the, you know they sweep them out. They're going to sit, right? I mean, the World Series doesn't start until the last week of, of October, right? Uh, yes. Saturday would be game five. Monday, Tuesday for game six and seven in the NL. Game seven would be Monday night in the AL. I believe it starts Saturday. Like the twenty eighth, right? I think it's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So Saturday the twenty eighth. So they're going to sit <laughs> Saturday the. 20th. I think that's the first game. They would win Friday, so they would sit for eight days. If it's Friday. It's a week. If it's a sweep, it's a sweep. Yeah. So <laughs> that's not good. I wouldn't want to sit. <laughs> that would concern me, given the way my team's playing. Baseball is not meant to be this way, where you sit for seven days and don't play. And everyone, I mean, Philadelphia will go crazy. The city will have nothing but nonstop stories. The local media will be at a froth at the mouth every day. We Phillies, 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 Red October. <laughs> you know, more yeah. that J- the Jalen Hurts stinks playing quarterback for the for the Eagles, the bigger the push is going to be on the Phillies. Right. Ah. So we'll worry see. about the rest when we get there. I'm worried about the games now. So correct. We'll see. I I think um the lean tonight is over. Oh, no, I agree. Over nine and a half. Money line, Astros. Run line, Astros. Team total, Astros, over. And you could come back with team total over Rangers, too, if you want. But that's how I think this game plays out. I've only made one play on it so far. That's the money line ticket plus 115. But I may be coming in with more later Mm. before the game starts tonight for that. All right, to hockey we go. Uh, Last night, 5-2-2 for unders after a low-scoring Monday, low-scoring Tuesday. The books were jacking these things up after week one in the NHL. It was six and a half or seven, pretty much across the board. Occasionally you saw a six once in a while, an outlier at five and a half involving the Bruins or the turning on the book for the Golden Knights. Is that just because teams take a little while to get their defensive prowess set here? Because some of those games last night were really low scoring. Well, one team was low scoring. The other team was high scoring. There's five one games, four one there games. Was. You know, there there's was two nothing games too. Well, 
Arizona and the Islanders. I mean, that was the best game on a board yesterday to go under. And that Vancouver was two nothing. In Vancouver was two nothing. It scored two goals in the first period. Yeah, that was an odd one. Nobody that, that scored one, again. That that one was a an outlier score for the type of game to be expected. Shots on goal. Yeah, expected <laughs> expected goals and expected high danger chances were high in that game. Right, and yet they didn't score. Yeah, but I mean, Kings was five one. Edmonton was six one. Avalanche over Kraken four one. Hurricanes flew over against the Sharks. Yeah, that was, that was the one over. of these. Yep. These teams that are going to do this West Coast swing, depending on when they get the Sharks, boy, that's going to be a long season for the Sharks. Give up a ton of shots, mm. and they caught they caught the Hurricanes coming off a bad loss to the Ducks. <coughs> four, goal, like, uh, four goals in the third period for Carolina. Yeah, and just like Edmonton, um, you know, had four goals in the first period. Somebody had to pay for their back-to-back losses, right. and they they came out fast and, and poured it on. 3-2 is going to be the common score <coughs> in games, especially with them playing. They're not playing for, for, for the overtime, but you could tell the road teams are literally happy to get a point right now mm-hmm. where I think we're going to see, at least early on, if it's a tie game halfway through the third period, you're probably in game and under, because a lot of times you'll see six and a half be the total, a two-two game, six and a half, and we'll start moving with the juice, moving with the juice, moving with the juice, and then it goes to five and a half, and you can actually get plus money at five and a half, mm. and there's no more goal scored because mm-hmm. if there's a goal scored, then you got to worry about the empty netter in a game going six. That's what that's that's the danger. Books will start to adjust the overall numbers, but right now it's deciding between six and six and a half, not five and a half and six. Not right. yet. Not yet. Right. And I, I'm curious, still bet overs. I would still be recommending overs until that happens, until we get to five and a half or six, because that's going to happen soon. Like we talked about it last night, but the Winnipeg Jets, historically speaking, when you have, I mean, something's wrong with Connor Hellebuck. Like, they, I don't know what it is. But he is not performing the way you would expect a guy of that caliber. Games, man, right? It's He's given up games. four, four, and five in three games. It happens. He's a Vesna Trophy candidate. Happens. Woo. Slow start. Happens. Slow yeah. start. Thirteen goals in three games is more than a slow start. That is, you're something's wrong. <laughs> like something's not going right. Either defensively, he's not getting shots being blocked, and he's getting taken advantage of or the books out on him or something. But Connor Hellebuck, I mean, that's why I bet the over last night with four goals in the third period. I nearly got it. It was crazy. It was going yeah. into the third. I bet over six and a half. And I was like, I needed one more open net goal for a five, two or six, one final. I couldn't get it, unfortunately, but Kings are good. Kings are very good offensively. PK Subban went on Pat today and said, he's picking the golden Knights to repeat. You agree? They're four and oh. They're three and zero at home, yeah. And defensively, they're really a problem right now. It's really hard to score on Vegas. Running four lines again right now, four good lines, not dependent upon one to do more than the other. Everybody, do your job. We're going to be fine. Hill looks great. He does. I mean, that's just a. I was looking at division prices last night for them to win the division. It's still plus. 
it's still a decent plus. I mean, it's them and Edmonton and everybody else. I don't know. I mean, the Kings are probably going to come up in there, but um, I was impressed. Yeah, interesting game tomorrow night. Vegas goes to Winnipeg. It's not Hellebuck. They've announced it. It's going to be Brassois. Oh, okay. Little re- well, that's little- what you do. You give a guy a day off. That's perfect. Well, not even that, though. Brassois is a former goaltender for the Golden Knights. <laughs> so he gets to see his old club. Mm. And Brassois played really well for the Golden Knights last year. So right. got, he, he's the backup goaltender for Hellebuck. So he's out. Brassois in. Vegas goes on the road. We'll see what Vegas looks like. They've been on the road one time so far this year against the Sharks, and they won the game 4-1. to one. So... 4-1-4-1-4-1-3-2 for Vegas. 4-0 start. I don't know if I concur with that, but man, they look like they're loose. They look just like carefree. Nothing's going to bother them right now with the way they're playing. You can tell that goes when you finally do it and you do it together. I mean, it's it's the same team. Pretty much, Except yeah. for Riley Smith, is that, that's it's the same team. Mm-hmm. So... Everybody has roles defined. Everybody knows, you know, when you know what a guy's doing before he does it, passes are made crisper. I mean, it, with, when fully healthy, they're top three or four in the league. It's not even, it's, it's not even a question. <laughs> they sent the goal. The, the guy who is responsible for the Stanley cup got on a plane yesterday and flew the, the, the tour is officially over. <laughs> Oh, okay. The cup, the cup went back to Canada yesterday. So nice. Everybody was waving goodbye from, to, to the Stanley Cup. They did one more last hurrah of home game events, of letting people take pictures with the with the with the cup and everything else here in Vegas. And now it's back to touring around the country and whatnot for different events. But Vegas is no longer the custodian of the Stanley Cup anymore. So, got to go and bring it back now. That was if fun. You, you, oh my gosh, was it ever fun? And I, I mean, look at. I think we're going to be for a fun winter with this team. And Hill is just right now. He is calm. He has every angle covered. They're really hard to score on. Vegas went down two to one. Came on, came back, <coughs> won the game in the shootout last night, three to two. So good stuff out of Vegas. Uh, this is an interesting. Before we move on, uh-huh. I saw a great thing for shootouts because there's no such your argument for shootouts. No, there's no, no, just <coughs> argument. They need a shot clock. I know everyone's saying that it's that's ridiculous. Put the five seconds on there. Say, it's dumb. Touch no. the puck. You have no. five seconds. Get no. there. No, 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 no more slow. No, 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 no. All no. that other I'm not doing stuff. it. I, I'm a, I'm, Let's I'm get doing. to the net and go. I love this. Make a mockery of the whole <laughs> damn thing. I love this. Joke around. Make it look dumb. Show off how stupid this shit. I love. I love what's what going on in Washington. I love everyone's so mad. About the crawling. That's off. It's that that's silly the way he does it. Silly. Shootouts are silly. That's the fun little story of this. Shootouts are silly. Next time he comes to town, we're running. He might be. He might be. But shootouts are silly. Don't forget anything. He's making a mockery of it. Good. And he's going to keep on doing it because it's nearly unstoppable. It's beautiful. Keep doing it over and over again. I love it. You know what I tell my goaltender to do? As soon as he got close, just throw your stick at him. That's not a bad idea, but you can't do that. What do you mean? I lost my stick. I didn't mean to do you it. You can't. It's a penalty. You can't. Do I didn't it. mean to do it. I just was going to make a save, and then my stick went up. Sorry. You can dive. You can, you can dive at it. And try to save the puck. Yeah, but, that's I mean, fine. Guys are pretty quick. They can just move the puck around. He ain't here. moving quick when he does that. True, but he could. That's like a gas pedal, right? You see a guy coming at you, hit, hit, hit the gas pedal, <laughs> and a little he slide close enough, and then boom. You could do that, yeah. But he's not getting close enough. He's shooting before he gets that close, where he's in striking. Uh, range, he's so. getting pretty close. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the anger. I love the animosity. I love the hand wringing over it. Change the rules. This is wrong. We can't do this. You're making a mockery of it. Good. It is a mockery. It's ridiculous. Get rid of the shootout. Get rid of the shootout to football. Football. If we had a 12 team playoff, mm-hmm. our friends at, at On One Three Sports uh, put this out today as to, and you're going to like this, I think. This is what a college football playoff would look like right now. Gonna blow this up. Here's the bracket. The two seed? You guys would be the two seed. Based on what? Strength of competition. Assuming you beat Ohio State here, because Ohio State's eight. Oh, that's a big assumption. This is assuming you guys are in the city. And you guys beating Michigan too. This is the assumption. But as of right now, this is as of week eight. This is today now. Okay. This is your resume up against Ohio State's resume, up against Michigan's resume. I don't Andy hate this. Staples. What does he come up with this stuff? I don't hate this. Look at the game you guys would play, though, in this in your first game at home. I guess it would be a bowl game. Yeah. We actually, you guys would be neutral because it's, it's a quarterfinal game. Those outside games are home games. Correct. Right? For, yes. For the better seed. Yes. So Oregon would host Alabama. Oh, my. Excellent. North, North Carolina and Florida State. He, this is my problem with this bracket. I would say. Why would do, they play each other in that bowl game? Correct. They just played each other correct. in a championship game. That's my problem. I don't like. You should not be. Ha- you should not be playing a conference opponent in your first round. That should be the one caveat. Definitely not. Yeah. So I would flip the seeds between Michigan and Florida State. I'd flip the seeds. I'd be Michigan, the six seed, Florida State, the five to guarantee that that matchup wouldn't happen. So Michigan against North Carolina, which would be a bummer matchup for North Carolina. But Ohio State, Texas, Ohio State in Dallas, uh, in Austin. That'd be fun. Oh, be unbelievable. And then you play the winner plays Georgia. Yeah, that'd be good. Awesome. Oregon, Penn State. Amazing. Even how they even when they do this, they keep Alabama and Georgia on the opposite sides so they can still meet in the final. <laughs> I mean, you can't see the you, if you can't see the scam, what are you looking at? I mean, every oh. single year, the one to four, the two to three, make sure they're on opposite sides just so we can get them to that last game. Goodness gracious. If you win, you play Washington for the right to play for the national championship. Penn State, Washington would be unbelievable. More contracts and styles. Go Oregon and Washington. It'd be so fun. So for you guys who for you guys who are listening to the podcast, you're seeing a bracket that we put up for a projected 12 team college football playoff. The seeds would be one seed Georgia, two seed Penn State, three seed Washington, four seed, four seed or Oklahoma. At Ohio State, by the way, eight nine. It would be at Ohio State, Texas. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. You're right. Flip it around. Right, Texas on the road. Ooh. Uh Six seed Florida State, five seed Michigan, six seed Florida State, seven seed Oregon, eight seed Ohio State, nine seed Texas, ten seed Alabama, eleven North Carolina, and twelve. Air Force gets in a college football playoff with Air Force. How awesome would that be? Michigan minus twenty eight or more. I don't even know what to make the number at the at the big house. I mean, what Michigan against Michigan State is twenty four right now. Who's better, Michigan State or Air Force? Michigan State's minus what twenty four. Oh, Michigan. Michigan be 31. Right. <laughs> so if oh, Michigan State touchdown better, yeah. If Michigan State was better, Michigan Neutral State or, Air Force, or home. It might be 38. This would be, be at Michigan. Oh, this it might game, be, game would be at home. Right. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I said. It's going to be even higher for this. But I'm in. Look, I want an 18 playoff. Okay. That's what I want. Eight is enough. We don't I need like eight. 12 stuff. Okay. I don't but think. I, I mean? love the fact if North Carolina could be in a playoff game, let's go. I'd be ecstatic for that. 
No. Why would we play the championship games of the conferences then if we're going to do this? Don't those become completely irrelevant? No, because you, you they're, they're auto bids. No, they're auto bids. You win, you're in. Oh. That's why. That's why you're oh, playing so them. Oh, you have to have them, then you're in. Okay. Yeah, it's like college basketball. You win your conference, you're in. Top six conferences would get top six seeds, with the top four being buys. Mm. So that's why you play them. Well, that's going to be contentious. Who gets the buys? The same conferences get the buy every year? No. Oh, the committee gets to pick. Oh. The committee picks the top four. What a joke. <laughs> but uh, that's assuming the Pac-12 is part of it, though, right? Well, there's the, no Pac-12 no more. Well, we don't know there's that no yet. Pac-12. Well, we don't know that yet. The Pac-12 could still exist under the brand name. You could take... There's Who a the hell is going to be in the Pac-12, P-Roll? The Mountain West Conference, Oregon State, and Washington State. They would get an automatic bid. That's the question. I'm not saying it's going to, but that's the that's the debate at the moment. Because remember, it goes beyond just football. San Diego State just played in the national championship game in college basketball. Mountain West Conference wants to make sure they get their money. But all the money that the Pac-12 is supposed to get from the NCAA tournament with their teams, uh-huh. they also want their money. Who gets the money? Who gets the money? There's a lawsuit going on right now to find out who's getting the money. That'll really decide the fate of the Pac-12 as to whether or not they keep the branding. It's not going to be the same conference, obviously. But if you keep the branding and keep the money, that's the question. Mountain West right now has a very real reason to stay neutral. to keep the Mountain West Conference brand for basketball, not football. I was going to say strictly for basketball. But this is not a basketball conversation. It's a football conversation. So ultimately, basketball tends to lose. So the Pac-12 could still be a conference. So that means when you do the 12-team playoff, are we giving an automatic bid to the Pac-12? Are they eligible for one? For football. For football, given it's the Mountain West Conference. I don't think so. It's just me, but... You're not wrong. I mean, everyone's debating it. Everyone is. It's a it's a very real conversation. And I don't think it, there's not a really great answer for it. You want to tell me that the Mountain West Conference is not nearly strong enough? I would concur. If you say, how are you going to do it then? Well, I agree. I mean, it's five now. It's four now. It's three now. I mean, who are you giving the automatic bids to? Oh, it sounds like a complete cluster. You know what? It is. And that's the one piece of this with the 12 team playoff that we don't have. They have to re-scrap it and rethink it. And that's why some are pushing for 16 saying go to a 16 team playoff. We're going to ask the kids to play 12 games and then a championship game, 13, and then the winner, another four. FCS makes them do it. Why can't FBS? 17 games? FCS does it. Play why in the February? When the hell is the season in? Why can't F- Why If you make FCS do it, why can't FBS do it? How many games does FCS play? 12. Regular season games. I think they, do they play no, 10? 12. No, they play 12 games. It's the same thing. It's Division 1A football and 1AA football. It's D1 football. They play 12 games. A lot of them are by games. A lot of the FCS schools are playing Alabama's. And, and then they do 16 down. I think they do 16. The down. playoff is it, the playoff is a 16 team playoff. Yes. I'll put it in the chat. If you know, I think it's, 16. I know it is. I, I, I called it. UMass won the national championship right. in the 16 team playoff, okay. 1998. So I know it is four more games. If you go to the championship game. Yes. Not everyone plays seven. No, games. I know, but you got to play four more. Yeah. If, if you, you want to win it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. I don't know. And they do, they do on 
Oh, you're froze. Look at that. Bam, bam, bam. Come back. Come back, Jack. Take care of your chicken. <laughs> there He's you go. back. Okay. Uh, so they do it on campus until the championship game. Well, that's, I mean, somebody got to travel, but at least one team don't. Right. I mean, I mean, it's so the like travel. It's the class. North Dakota. The, North Dakota. Your North Dakotas, your South Dakotas, your North Dakota State, South Dakota States, Northern Iowa's, you know, the powers of the FCS. They don't, they, they're always top two, top three seats. They don't move until they go play in Chattanooga, which I think they still play in Chattanooga for the FCS championship game. I think actually Frisco now, right? They may move to, for, to Frisco, but to Frisco, Texas, but <coughs> it's, it's 16. So you asked a very fair question in the chat. When yep. do top draft picks in air quotes start opting out of these playoffs with so many games? Well, you know, Brock Bowers very well might be done playing football for Georgia. So you're seeing guys who we've already seen guys say, Hey, I'm going to go to the pros. It's already happening. NAL money. You saw it like you saw it yesterday on Capitol Hill when you had senators saying it's getting harder and harder to cheer for kids who are millionaires in college. You said that out loud? Said out loud. Senator Manchin of West Virginia. Coaches are making 10 million. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? It's getting harder and harder. What the hell does the guy's bank account matter? You work with people who are millionaires who enrich themselves every damn day off the people that they represent. What the hell are you talking about? It's, I love when the millionaires say that. Yeah, what the hell? You, I mean, like, really? When the millionaires say that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're a coal country guy. I forgot, Steve Manchin. I, 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 Manchin, I forgot who you're you know, representing, right? I mean, what are you doing? You're pandering to your people in the worst possible way. You don't have, you don't like cheering for somebody because they're rich? Then stop watching NFL football or stop watching, you know, how much was... Well, Bob I mean, Huggins? in fairness, it's making it... It's. I mean, players were relatable way back when. It's becoming unrelatable. That's fact, but they're pros. College kids are trying to earn, I mean, they never earn nothing for a long, long time except some nice gear and merch. What right. the kids would call it was wrong. Went to school with kids that didn't have right. money. To buy it was wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't right. It was always wrong. That's what I'm saying. So now they're getting paid. You're going to say, oh, it's hard to cheer for kids because they're millionaires. Not all the kids are millionaires, one. Fair. And two, their window is super short because most of them aren't going to the league. Nope. Capitalize while you can. And the some money's kids are- there. And some now kids are making money advertising, right? Some kids are making money on sports that there are no pros, <coughs> right? I mean, there's not pro softball to talk about. There's not pro gymnastic no. to talk about. There's nothing, you know, so if you have a chance to make money on NIL right now, good for you. Make it as long and as quickly as you can right now. So I, it's a joke on that, but you know, okay. To this weekend, yep. as I mentioned, number two, Michigan laying 24 at home against Michigan state. Mm. You want to go near this? No, you <laughs> It's a rivalry game, but they stink. Michigan State is so bad. So bad. And we've seen that Michigan will run the score up. I mean, we th- this is not going to be that surprising if Michigan just says, okay. 7.30 Eastern game. This is a night game for the Big Ten? Yep. It's an NBC game. It's a nationally televised game. Cool. Did you watch the last NBC game? Just put you to sleep. They didn't have much enthusiasm doing it. How many people, how many people are in the stands in the fourth quarter at Michigan State for this game? It's a uh, night game. Michigan's coming in. Twenty fours to decide. Michigan the totals forty eight. <laughs> this is was, was this thirty eight to three, thirty eight to ten. Oh, yeah, goodness. How many people? I mean, 
I don't know. The home game so far for Michigan State, they lost by 22 points at home to Maryland. They lost by 34 points to Washington in their last two home games. Thanks for coming. And now here comes Michigan coming in, laying 24 on the road. Oh, boy. I don't know if this one's going to make the rotation Saturday night. To watch? It's up against not much, so it might for you. It might for me, too. I don't know. Michigan's 2-0 and on the road this year, ATS. They beat Nebraska by 38, Minnesota by 42. My gut says this is a 35-plus point win for Michigan. Yeah, I mean, again, I would only lay. I'm always looking for a reason to take the dog. Between now and Friday, maybe we'll find one. But right now on Wednesday, I don't find none. Yeah, if J.J. McCarthy's hurt, <laughs> that's about it. That's maybe. the only way. That would be maybe. the way. That's the only way I'd sit there and say that. It's going to be a route. The game of the weekend, number three, Ohio State, taking on number seven, Penn State. Lines four and a half, totals down to 45 and a half, although it did tick back up a bit. Got to 45, it's ticked back up to 45 and a half. What do you make of this matchup here on Wednesday? I know you're very excited. It's funny. The, it's the, the books are playing around with this game. They keep yep. going up four and a half, four, four and a half, four. Three of the books are at four right now while we're talking. Okay. Um, but the total's coming down, which gives me some sort of encouragement that it's going to be a a tighter, low-scoring game. That's what I want. That's what I like. I, I hate teasing up. college, but... Th- oh, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? A, ten and a half, 51 and a half. Dog and under. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I hate doing it. I don't like teasing college, but in big, big, big college games where the numbers are very sharp, I'm like, hmm. Penn State going to lose by more than 10 points? I don't know. I don't think so. 51 and a half. This game's not going to have more than the scoring than that. I'd be stunned if you see 52 points being scored in this game. Uh, ask the chat. Penn State four and a half taken or laying with Ohio State. Who you got in the six? Chat? Just give you guys the numbers. Penn State six and zero ATS on the year, two and zero on the road. Ohio State's three two and one. They are two and one at home against the number. They beat Maryland by twenty by a miracle because that was seventeen seventeen. They scored twenty unanswered to cover the nineteen point spread, and that one closed seventeen. They beat Western Kentucky by fifty three points. They didn't cover against Youngstown State. They were laying 44 and a half and they won by 28 points. Right now, give me the give me Penn State. Does either team win this game by 10 or more? No. This is a three so this either. is a three point game. It's it's, it's tight. Oh, One way or the other. This is later. This is plus Taking four and a half. Penn State, Penn State. I'm completely biased. Yes. Some of our audience is completely biased. Penn State. Franklin loves losing big games close in spectacular fashion. Thank you, <laughs> Chef Benny. You're absolutely right. Ranieri said it to me yesterday. Look at his record in games with ranked opponents. Bad. Kaka. Uh-huh. Shit. This is no, supposed to be to the, sure the change. Hear it. This is supposed to be the difference. This is the changing of the guard. Oh, I know. Penn State rising up, taking over. Ryan Day gets pushed back. Loses All hope is not lost in the season if they lose. Not. But, man, the the high, if they win, we could set up. The Michigan game? The Michigan game at home. Because 
I mean, Ranieri said it yesterday. He goes, they're not losing another game unless they lose to Michigan. Correct. He said, so, you know. And this is the bet. After if you, you got off yesterday, uh, he said, you know, his season win bet's good. I'm like, well, thanks, Joe, but don't put it, don't put, put it on him. And he's like, no, they're, they're going to win every other game. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that, that was the bet. I mean, that, that was. The Iowa was game was the bet. Yeah, the Iowa game was the bet. They had to beat Iowa at home. Right. And then they did that with ease. And now they right. can lose to Ohio State and Michigan. That was the whole thing. 10 and 2 is right there. They can lose both games. Right. That was the bet. Hey. All right. Move on. I, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore <laughs> right now. Please. Florida State laying 13 and a half against number 16 Duke in this one. Extra? This this is extra or it or- feels extra. It does. A lot of people are very high on Florida State. They're getting first place votes. <laughs> Jordan Travis is in the top five for Heisman, even though his numbers aren't that great, which I, it's kind of strange that Jordan Travis is getting this love for the Heisman trophy. Don't really agree with it. Night game at Doak Walker Campbell or Doak Campbell stadium numbers coming down was 14. That was 13 and a half. Yep. There's some love for Duke in the market here. And I can't really fight against it. Duke's four and two ATS. They're one and zero on the road. ATS Florida state's four and two overall. They are two and one at home ATS. They just killed Syracuse, but who cares? They didn't cover against Vatek at home, laying 24, winning by 22. They beat Clemson on the road, which is the big marquee, along with the LSU win on the neutral field to open the season. Mm. Duke whipped NC State at home last week by 21, bouncing back after the loss in the bye week, the loss to the Irish at home. This feels like, to me, this feels like Duke. Yet to be determined for me. I don't know. Uh, Wednesday, I don't know. First blush. <clears throat> Is this a big difference in? Now, Duke looked great against Clemson. And they hung with Notre Dame. Yeah. Arguably should have won that game. Both, Whereas, those, games, both those games were at home. Right. So now we got to go on the road. And then in the past where this matchup would be different is the number of athletes would be way different on Florida state versus Duke, but Duke's, I don't want to call them a football school yet, but they're, they're going to be okay. It feels too high. Their defense. I mean, the numbers for Duke's defense, people are sleeping on this a little bit. Duke is giving up 10.4 points per game. That's 10th. That's number four in the country, 4.3 yards per play, 11th best in the country. Uh, four yards per rush, 55th best in the country. Five yards per pass play, fourth best in the country. Duke? Yeah, Duke. Only give up 180 yards passing per game. It's 15th best in the country. And they've played Clemson to Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that, you know, they're still top teams, top 20 teams. So, I mean, I, I think that's why the number's coming down. I think if you like Duke, take them now, because I don't think this number is going to be close to 14. Jimmy Jack, 4K, said you can't bet this game until you know the status of QB Leonard. Yeah, that's a good point. My guess is it sounds like he's going to play. Well, the way this line movement is, right? Yeah, I I think he's going to play. Let's see. Yeah, it's could return. He's questionable day to day. You know, I don't know. I, I think it sounds like he's going to play. Eron Shaw just came in and said Duke outright. I think he could be right about that. I'm not lying. Duke I don't outright. 
messes everything up there in the ACC. That no, it makes it great for, driver's seat for North Carolina. It puts Carolina in, it puts right my in Heisman, the driver's seat, right? puts my Heisman Trophy again and bet right there and right there where I want it to be. <laughs> yeah. Let's put two hands on the wheel. Puts Drake May right where he needs to be because they they're gonna be they're gonna be nine and oh. This is how it work out. They're gonna be nine and oh when they play Duke on the eleventh of November. So North Ooh. Carolina's because they I mean they're gonna kill Virginia. They've got they have Virginia and Virginia, somebody else, and Campbell. But like they're gonna win the games every Campbell? double. Yeah, they're gonna just yeah, kill the game against Campbell in November. Yeah, so Carolina's gonna kill them. So they'll be nine and oh. They'll play Duke. And then they'll play Clemson. After they play, after they play Clemson, they play NC State. So, if Carolina can get past Duke, and it's going to be in New York, I mean, you're at least going to get to New York. There we go. If that that's, goes, you're that's gonna, all I need. He's going to get to New York. No, but there's you guys, and we're good. Right. <laughs> that's, that's all. The whole bet was made based on just get him to be a finalist. Right. Get Drake May to New York. Get him there. And they could be in the ACC championship I did game that against last them. year. I, Florida I State, by the way, 41. they won't play. They won't play Florida State. They, there's no divisions anymore for the ACC. It's top two teams, so they don't play Florida State on their on their schedule. So it could be even with a loss, but how it plays out, there's a chance that NC that North Carolina will still get there. So and then they play a Florida State. So it feels like the ACC championship game could be a Heisman eliminator between Jordan Travis and Drake May. Wow. <laughs> so Campbell's nickname is the camels. Were you aware of this? I was. Yes. Basketball wise. Yes. I did not know that. Beware the of the Campbell camels. DGN4TW and <laughs> JC from KC both said it. Beware. And I trust pretty much everything that guys say in the chat, <laughs> yeah. which is good because not only, you know, do we have that, they trust us. We trust them. I was going to read that, but I was like the camels. Huh? Okay. It's a buy wow. game. It's an FCS oh, buy game. <laughs> well, Who's North Carolina play this week? Virginia. 23 and a half. Yep. Blow up. Blow out. Run it up type score. Pad yeah. Chance to pad. pad the stats. Yes. Okay. I'm on over 3,150 yards passing through six games. Drake May has thrown for 1,900. So we're pacing quite well to get past that. Okay. Tez Walker. He's already had two games where we've thrown over 400 yards. Had four touch, had four touchdowns and no interceptions last week, and the big win over Miami. Mm. They're running the ball really, really well. Omirion is just a very difficult guy to handle in, in, in the backfield for them. Eight rushing touchdowns so far for him. He's been tremendous. So I, I'm, I love this Carolina team. I think they're really fun to watch, and I would love it if they ran the table and got into the playoffs. Be super fun to watch Drake May. Huh. Guaranteed because the more nonsense that's going on with, with Caleb Williams, with him now asking for ownership stock in whatever team drafts him, Drake may, well, that wasn't real. Was it? It's real. That, Drake was may, real. That, that, that had to be a setup. I need a market. I haven't seen this anything, but offshore, but I need a market in Vegas. Somebody please put up the likelihood of the first pick overall. And Drake may will be my bet to go for He'll go number one overall. Teams are going to go eh. on Caleb. They're going to go eh. eh goodbye. Like, then, who told him to say that? He wants to tank his own draft stock. I think the kid's going back to school. I think Caleb Williams is going back to school. Really? I do. I don't think he wants to be in the pros yet. I think he can live a, an amazing lifestyle, make tons of money. Why rush it? 
Why go play for a garbage franchise? Want to go play for the Bears? Like, like, what? No. Why I, I mean, I don't. No. I, I don't. Who, who, you're going to go to a perennial loser. He doesn't want to. So, oh, yeah, if you, if you draft me, fine. I want a cut of your whole organization. I mean, Rodgers tried to do it with the I'm Jets. Do that. All of our meetings, I'm doing that. I'm telling him that. I want to cut. I'm I want to cut. Uh, yeah, we'll do the show. You guys can. I want to cut. I want to cut. I want part ownership of your of your entire Small operation. Percentage. I yeah. want to cut. <laughs> Unbelievable hey. stuff with that. So, Washington lay in 26 and a half on Arizona State. Let down. Any, any shot? That's the thought, right? That's why I put it in. That's the letdown spot. Letdown spot, right? Arizona State's a decent team, ATS wise. They've been they've been squirrely. Is that a Pac-12 after dark? Uh, it is. It is the last. It's the last game of the night. Seven thirty Pacific. It's the get right spot for anybody. It's to get even or get. What, what did Chris Andrews call it? Get back. Get get better or get even. <laughs> Or get deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Bury yourself more. ASU is two, three, and one ATS, but they're one and oh ATS on the road. They've played all home games except one game against Cal. They were catching 13, lost by three. Uh, the juice is a, came in and said ASU covers that number. Yeah. You'll hear it in a content space that this will be the letdown spot. Well, it's it's a it's a great game to bet because it's a standalone game. And if you're up late at night. <laughs> on Saturday night, you happen to be awake at two o'clock in the morning Eastern. Right, that gave me a chance to watch that game potentially. The lots of fourth quarter. I don't know. Late. I think Washington's on a mission. Right? They could be, but Arizona State's good. I mean, th- this coach that they've got. I mean, he's he's got a pedigree. Six and a half. The totals fifty nine and a half. Some places are touching sixty. Damn. This is Penix. Let's add to that Heisman candidacy. Potentially, right? He's the Just, only one start of play today. He's the uh, betting today. He's the only one laying juice. He's the odds are favorite. Yeah. Everyone is 10 to one. Disagree or agree? I agree. I don't agree with the margin. I don't agree that he's that far ahead. I mean, it's minus 145 or 10 to one. It's a massive difference. I, I don't think he's that far ahead of the field as what he is right now in the market. <sighs> Basically means. As long as he doesn't lose a game, he's winning the highs. Winning the highs. It's over. It's over. That's it. I don't agree with that. In particular, one loss changes everything. Well, one loss, you're in the market. This is the Pac-12. This well, is you're right. One loss, you're in. Their schedule's not easy either. They. I mean, I think Washington is losing a game. In addition to, or because of the Pac-12 championship game. No, it could be in the Pac-12, but then they'd be out of the playoffs if they lose a championship game. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Oregon, if Oregon the might get they have left, they could lose. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and Oregon gets them. Oregon gets a rematch or, or an Oregon beats them. Right. But you think they could lose a regular season Pac 12? I do. Okay. I do. I think they could lose um, Washington's schedule. They play, um, they could lose to USC on the road okay. or to Utah or to Utah at home. Right. Oregon State too. They they end used. My gosh, that's tough. That's right. They end USC away. Oh, they're road, at USC. At USC. Okay. Utah at home. Okay. Oregon State on the road. Washington State at home. Oregon State on the road. That's a tough game. Agreed. It's I don't I don't agree with the with the market where Penix is for the Heisman. I think it's far. 
He's not. There's a lot of value right now with taking the guys no who are at question. ten to one. No a question. A lot of value. You can you you can load up on the ten to one guys. The JJ McCarthy's who are ten to one. I don't like Jordan Travis. Bo Nix, I'm out on. Um, trying to think about the rest of the market. What's the Oklahoma's quarterback name? Um, yeah, Gabriel's ten to one. Dylan Gabriel's right behind yeah, him. That's right. I mean, and they were on the table. He could be. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma runs table. They win the Big Twelve, and they're they're in the playoff. Gabriel absolutely can win the Heisman. I mean, Drake May's fourteen to one. I got him at I got him at um, <laughs> at, at sixteen to one pre preseason. But it's pretty much the same price right now. Caesars is doing something weird, by the way. I I, I meant to ask you this about the, the Drake May market. Uh-huh. He's been twenty eight to one all year. They're just not moving it. Wait, it's been what eight to 20, one? 28 to one. Twenty eight to one. He's still t- he's twenty eight to one now. Nobody's betting it at Caesars. No one's betting the Heisman at all. Well, no one's betting him either. That too, right? But I mean, no one's betting. I mean, that MGM's at fourteen. They're at twenty-eight. They're twice the price. Well, maybe somebody will bet it now. The boys are watching. The show. <laughs> just, just telling you <laughs> anything, anything you day. put out there like that. I mean, I could, I could send out a little SOS myself. I was like, what is going on with that? I was like, this is it's really fourteen to one at BetMGM. It's fourteen. Yeah, BetMGM is fourteen to one. Yeah. 16 or he DraftKings 18 to 1, 16 to 1 at FanDuel. Oh, and 28 to 1 at Caesars. Eh. I will bet a little fun bet that that won't be that by the end <laughs> of the year. So no, I'm just, just saying. go look at it. Chat to me. If you have Caesars, open it up and see if it's still 28 to 1. It was last night. See if it moved from 28 to 1 last night. When I was looking at it. It's good night. to know. So I don't know. I don't get it, but it's, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Right. Speaking of Oklahoma's quarterback, night delay in 19 against UCF. They are perfect against the number this year. I think they stay perfect after this day, this game too. Central Florida going to score enough points to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel the total in this game. Dylan Gabriel was the former UCF quarterback. Yeah. What's That's where he transferred total? from. What's the total? They're going to run the score. UCF, Oklahoma. Why don't I see? Total is uh, 66 and a half. 66 and a half. Over? Uh, probably. 45 minimum for Oklahoma. Yeah, Central Florida is 0 and 3 ATS Six on the road this year. In a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, so Central Florida is not covered yet on the road. They've lost three games in a row Kansas State, Baylor, Kansas. Lost by 29 points as two point dogs on the road to KU last weekend. Not going to be good for them. Mm-mm. Oklahoma kills them. Texas is laying 23 and a half points on the road at Houston. This is surprising to see Texas go on the road to Houston. Why? Because you don't normally see this. This is a this is this is a pack this is a, a Big 12 game. This was a dream for years for Houston to host Texas. Okay. Dream. Oh, they wouldn't play him? Wouldn't play him. Texas is like, why are we going there? We're not going to give you the chance to scalp us. No way. Right. But now they're leaving. Right, so so they, the, the, the Big 12 says, okay, before you leave, you're going to play at Houston. 23 and a half. Total 61. Drake May is 11 to 1 on the Caesar app. In Ooh, good on oh, Maryland. Well, that's, I mean, that's who checked in in the chat. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good. Maybe they corrected it. Go. Yeah. Maybe they guys are watching the show. How you doing? Good. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, isn't that strange, is this, by the way? Is this, this a blowout? Hold on, real quick on that. Different states have different rules 
different teaser prices and different future market prices. Nightmare. I mean, I think if I was, if I was running the book, it'd be a nightmare. That's there. That's drive me, drive me crazy. Oh, we need this in Maryland. We got this in Vegas. We got this in Virginia. What? Right. Put the price up and take the bets. I mean, like, listen, we were offshore. We had one price. Everybody got it. Didn't matter where you were calling from. Because people, from I'm, Europe, I'm, I'm learning this more on the juice when I'm doing when I'm doing futures. Yeah. People are coming to me and they're saying, "Hey, you got it at what book?" And I'm like, "At this book." And they're like, "That's not what I see." And they show me screenshots of like mm. FanDuel in Illinois, yeah. and I'm like, "Wait, what? How is that price? You know, I'm getting ten to one. You're getting twelve to one. How? Wait, what? Like it's a, it's different prices for the same bet in different states. Don't understand what's going on. Okay, that's a little weird." Okay. What? No, 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 no. I'm listening to you and I'm getting a text about something else. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You're saying okay publicly. What are you saying okay for? No, no, no. I'm listening to you. Yes. But I'm not. Right. Oregon minus uh Oregon's minus twenty and a half. Is Washington State gonna bear the brunt of the loss last week? Right. Feels like the ducks go a little haywire. They get anything under twenty one's good. They run it up and they 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 blow the yeah. doors off of them. Uh third Saturday in October, Alabama, Tennessee, Tuscaloosa, numbers eight and a half, totals forty-eight and a half. This is a very intriguing football game. Tennessee has been very intriguing. How? Tennessee can win? Of course. They can. I think I'm more inclined to lay it with Alabama. They're at home. I'll admit this. I'll give the kids some props. Milrose playing well, right? He's playing well. He's not, they're not asking him to do much in terms of the intermediate passing attack. They're running the ball and throwing it deep. They're run, 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 play action, bomb, run, 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 play action, <laughs> bomb, which is what he does. So keep the defense honest, throw the ball deep. Tennessee just beat AM at home by seven, which was a big win for them. Good win. Beat South Carolina by 21 at home. They lost to Florida on the road the last time they went on the road. Five point favorites lost by 13. Everything we're so dialed in the Alabama with the show and you know TJ and we're yep. gonna get we got to get the kid on. But at yeah. some point we got to have her on, especially I mean if they win this maybe, maybe Friday this week or so or Friday if she's available that'd be great. Um, I'm not impressed with Alabama's home field advantage. I'm not, they just haven't what been. What do you mean? I don't. They, I feel like they should be. It should be more. Like it's just. What do you mean by more? A couple of the games, like it just doesn't seem like it's worth as much as it should be. Well, TV doesn't do it justice. Yeah, but it's not. They're not it's playing that much better at home. Okay, but it's a hard place to play. Uh, I don't know. I'm not impressed. It is. It's a hard place to play. Uh, it used to be. I mean, they're they're two and two ATS at home. Yeah. They got smoked by Texas. Yes, that's the one loss. But then they were laying 34 to South Florida, one by 14 on the road. Uh, Arkansas did not cover last week. That's the one concern, I think, from a Bama fan perspective is like, okay, wait a minute. Was the Arkansas game because you were looking ahead of Tennessee? Or were you asleep? That's who they are. That's what I mean. That's who they are. Are they going to be blowing anyone out? I it don't doesn't know. give them the game and turn the ball over and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This number's coming down. I think if, if, if it goes below seven, I don't know. I'm going below seven. What are you talking about? It's eight and a half. It's moving up to nine. 
Is it seven and a half at some places? I'm looking at a place. Alabama, Tennessee's 20. painted eight and a half. Okay, There's so not a seven and a half okay. in the world. Right. So eight I and a half, nine, 48 and a half total. It's coming down. I mean, I think the dog's live to cover. If you tell me that Tennessee can win. It's an in-game bet for me. I want Bama blow a touchdown. Oh. I I like Alabama. Oh, could, yeah, you I like Bama that. to win the game. Okay. Tennessee hasn't wowed me yet in Alabama. Right. I, this is what happens when Nick Saban loses a game early. <laughs> this is just what they do. They just, just to piss off people like you, they just keep on winning and winning and winning. And they're in the conversation. And if they beat Georgia, now that Georgia doesn't have Brock Bowers, Alabama's in the playoff. <laughs> just telling you they're in. Oh, I know. So, it's they may end there. up being the first two team, two lost team to get in. Two lost team. Who else are they losing to? Bama. Yeah, I don't think they lose again. Just said they could lose this game. They could lose this game. Yeah, but I think I like them in the win. SEC championship if they to go who? There too, right? To Georgia, they're out. One. I think they got to beat Georgia to get in. They beat Georgia. That overcomes the Tennessee lo- the, the, the Texas, Texas loss, right. and they're in. No matter what happens, in the no matter game. what happens, they're twelve and one SEC champ. They're in, hundred <coughs> percent. They're in the playoff. Oh, they wouldn't play them until the championship. They would not play Georgia until the championship. Yeah, correct. Okay. They play Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, Chattanooga, Auburn. Well, That's who's the season. You said they were going to lose two to three games. Now I you're did. coming off of that a little bit. Oh, more than a little bit. Miller was playing well. The game oh, they should have wow. lost. Okay. They 100% I thought they were to lose to Ole Miss. Didn't happen. And they could have lost to Arkansas. Tennessee can win this game. I'm not saying they can't. I mean, that's why I want to bet it in-game. I want to blow a touchdown. The Vols last year, that celebration on the field, Alabama fans and Alabama players remember that. Nick Saban remembers that. They got payback on their minds tonight. I think Alabama wins a game. I do. So, do they cover eight and a half? Sometimes that number just puts a stop on you. Right. I, I, I'm not in a hurry to lay eight and a half at a game with 48 and a half total. I want six and a half. Give me six and a half. I'll play it. I'll, I'll take under Alabama. seven. Yeah. Under seven. I'll, I'll bet it. Otherwise, I don't want to bet it. All right. Ranked teams playing ranked teams. We've got a couple of them. We just talked about Bama, Tennessee. Here's Utah, USC. USC at home laying five to Utah. This game's going under, is it not? USC is now seven. Whoa. Yeah. Seven, seven. Seven and 56. I apologize. I didn't check the lines before the rundown today. I usually do that just to make sure. Um, wait, yeah, wait, seven. Wait, wait, wait. Painted. Let me look and see what USC the play. The USC, play. The play. You guys would watch Fantasy Island when you were a kid. I would open. It was five play. and open. The play, and now it's so that that move happened today. The play is this, USC. Th- this morning. That was not seven. That was not guess, five. That was seven. This Who's not playing for Utah? Probably right. Rising's not going to play again. I don't think Cam Rising plays again. I think he's going to the pros. I think that's it. He's getting that knee right to go play pro football. Oh, they don't need him. They haven't played right. with him. The backup kids right. played pretty well. Yeah. What about, huh. the, what about the total? Oh, 56 flat hasn't moved. 56 flat. 
do you want to bet under in a USC? <laughs> That's what everyone's waiting for, but it's Utah. <laughs> I mean, you it's Utah. Who's the ultimate under team? Yep. In the uh in the Pac 12. In the in college football. It's what them in people? Iowa. It's them in yeah. Iowa. Only game that's gone over is the Cal game, and they won 34-14. Every other game's gone under. That was last week. I don't uh, – Jay Dow just put it into chat. I don't want anything to do with this game. Thank you, Jay Dow. <laughs> I think you're right. You ain't always right, but I think you're right right there. <laughs> don't blame me on that. I don't want this game. It's 5 o'clock start our time, 8 o'clock yeah. or 8 o'clock Eastern. Yep. That's in a window, different window. I might, I might actually watch someone like the Fox window, right? Fox TV window. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, to, uh, to, that's them. That's their game up against Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, okay, this is an interesting tweet that you've uncovered here about, about this week, about week seven in the NFL. This is, could be a historical week. Currently, nine of the thirteen games in week seven for the NFL that's sixty nine percent have a spread of three points or less since the merger in nineteen seventy. There have only been five other weeks where more than two thirds of the games had spreads of three points or less. Man. 10 of the 14 games, 71% happened in 2016, 2017, 2005, 1983. Nine of 13 games, 69% also happened in week eight of 2016. Let me pull this down for a second so we can look at everything, read the whole thing. 10, 60, 63%, excuse me. Uh, is most of the games with a spread of three points or less in a 16 game week that has happened six times most recently in 2016 in week number one. This week is a brutal week for anybody in survivor. Oh, tough, tough, tough week. Tough. This week. is, this is going to be a hard week Tough. given week. the spreads you don't have. This is, did you say this is the biggest buy week? Most teams on a buy six teams on a buy six teams on a buy Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, the Jets, and Tennessee, all on a bye. Oh, boy. Thanks for coming. That's if you hard. haven't used Buffalo, <laughs> you might want to use Buffalo. Well, if you haven't used Buffalo, you're using Buffalo. No. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to. Right? Although, I mean, you know, you could take the Raiders on the road, I guess, over Chicago. What? You could. You want to do that? I mean, there's some really hard games. Cleveland at Indy, Detroit at Baltimore, you know, Arizona at Seattle, Pittsburgh at the Rams, Chargers at the Chiefs, Green Bay at Denver, Miami at Philadelphia, San Francisco at Minnesota. Tough. And the good teams are on the road against good teams. Right. Yikes. Mm. On this. Why did you like this so much? Because it shows the parity of the league. Mm. It shows how hard it is sometimes during the season. Like you're rolling, you got a feel for it. You're coming off a four and one week last week. Right. And then you look at the board this week and go, I don't have a clue. I don't know. Two and a half threes, three and a half twos, two and a half threes. Oh, well, there's one eight and a half. Thanks. So I'll tease that down. Okay. Buffalo being every teaser, every single one, take it down against New England. No problem. Put it with what? Uh, <laughs> Seattle. Seattle down against Arizona. That's eight. Okay. Then what? Done. Just so you, so you guys know, Detroit's 5-1 and one ATS. Miami's 5-1 and one ATS. The Rams are 4-1-1 one and one ATS. Those are your top teams against the number in the NFL right now. Rams are three-point favorites against Pittsburgh in L.A. Yep. 
the Raiders were that wow. The Raiders got to that. It opened Steelers one and closed Raiders two and a half for three. Hard I don't know. I like the Rams team a lot better than I like the Raiders. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> you, you start to look at what lines were. Yeah. You have, you know, Detroit went to Tampa last week and was favored by three, three and a half. Now they go to Baltimore and their dogs three. Mm. Really? Okay. Is Baltimore that much better? Maybe. I don't know. Tampa's favored against Atlanta. Why wouldn't they be? Because Tampa's not good. Yeah, but I mean, were you going to make Atlanta a road favorite? No, I'm going to pick them. Well, I think they uh, started out one, one and a half, and yeah, bet no, Tampa it's two and a half. No, it's yeah. two and a half. Um, God, what a tough week. Green Bay favorite one is San ever. Francisco at Minnesota. I mean, San right. Francisco coming off their first loss, seven point favorite. Those are the only games. There's three games that are over. Four and a half. Everything's one and a half, two and a half, three and a half, or three or four. Yeah, this is this is the week where if you can pull out a five and zero oh in the Circumillions, oh, you make it. Hey, baby, you're oh. you're picking up a bunch you of points. You, hey, you're moving. This is moving week. If you're able to pull out a five and zero oh this week, you're on the right side of these numbers this week. You're going to do really well. You're going to see your standings jump. We'll ask the chat right now. Because uh, we're keeping the show tight, we're keeping it moving. Again, a lot of people in here like subscribe, all that other stuff. What is your favorite game that's not eight, eight and a half, or seven? What is your favorite play? Is it the Bears, home dog against no. the Raiders? How can no. it be? Is it the Washington Commanders only laying two, two and a half at the Giants? Is it the Rams laying a short? Saquon looked pretty good. Uh-huh. Mean, I, Tyrod Taylor, right. and then nah, I want no part of that. What about KC? KC's five. Five. It's a, it's a conference game against the Chargers. The Chargers. You see this? What what the Chargers doing Monday night? I mean, like seriously. What what do we do? And then Green Bay, Denver, the ultimate caca game. That is in, in Green in Green Bay's favor. Great favorite. Three base favorite on the road. What? Yeah, You're gonna crazy. have to suck it up and take Denver. That's the side. Bro, tease that. Denver's the side in that you, game. You want a teaser? You, you want a teaser pick? There's your teaser that option. Line is coming back to Denver. I'm telling I'll you right now. Tease it now, then. Tease it up yeah. to seven. Denver's gonna be favored by game time. Oh, and then you've got me. a battle. I mean, Miami and Philly. That's a give awesome me a one game. And Sunday night. It is finally, Sunday. Sunday night is the got a good game. Yeah, at least going right. in on paper, good game. Oh, yes. please don't jinx it. I'm just saying on paper. Game. Going in, I'm here for a good game too. I want it. They need it desperately. They need it. Two fifty-two. I mean, poor Al Michaels. Game. Being poor Al Michaels is you know, all these guys who were calling games on Thursdays and Sundays, and you know, Joe and Buck and having all, <laughs> Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman, like they're all having to scramble for other things in the game to talk about. Al Michaels gave a whole interview this week and he was asked, why didn't you talk about Taylor Swift? And he goes, I'm not here to talk about, um, so I'm not doing entertainment tonight. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's awesome. It's like, good for you, man. Wow. Don't let me talk about this crap. I'm not talking about this crap. Talk about the game. That's it. It's phenomenal. I love when you just talk so, about the game. I love when we just talk about the game too. So it's on that. All right. Wow. This is a game for you guys who maybe if you're not liking baseball, you want something to watch tonight? WNBA Championship Series tonight. There he goes. Vegas Aces tonight. 
game four. Mm. Vegas is without Chelsea Gray and their backup center. This number was one and a half. Mm. This number jumped to six mm. here. Vegas would play game five on Friday night here in, here in Vegas at Michelob Ultra Arena to win their second consecutive championship, back-to-back WNBA titles. Mm. They can win it tonight and not have to play Friday night. I don't think Vegas wins tonight. Vegas is not covered in New York yet this year. Six. Yeah. Multiple people put Green Bay. Guys, don't fall for the Green Bay banana in the tailpipe on Wednesday. Please don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. Roger Long, senior member, trying to help you out. The juice says Green Bay. I'm telling you, seen that game. Scary. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just avoid the game. If you're right on Monday, you can tell me. I mean, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a, it's gonna be a frustrating one for you. <laughs> you like Liberty, huh? I do. It's mm. just been a bad place for the Aces this season. It just hasn't hasn't worked out, and I think oh. they're punt- I think they're punting on the game in a way tonight. We got a big injury, right? Chelsea Gray. Chelsea Gray being out is that's I a mean, gigantic thing. No, the reigning Finals MVP. Her in a walking boot. She will not play. Kaya Stokes is the backup defensive center. She will not play tonight. Oh, I wow. think they're. I think they just know they've got something in their back pocket. So, like, why try really hard to not? They want to win the game. I'm not saying they're tanking and throwing the game by any means, by any of that. But I think if this game gets to be a little bit suspect and down by double digits, I don't know if you're going to see like an all-out effort by the Aces to keep this game close. They can win it at home on Friday night, which would be more fun for them anyway. They've won both games in Vegas by double digits. <clears throat> they whipped them. But this place has been a house of horrors for them this season. Is this the game? Is this it's a five-game series, right? Yep. You want them plus 180 uh, to On- win the series today? And Ooh. then come back. Liberty? Liberty? Oh. And then come back with the other one? I mean, no, because Vegas is going to be a monster home favorite. A monster home favorite? Yeah. Is she going to come back for that game or she's out? Um, I think she's going to play in that game. Oh, I thought she was done. She's not done. She's done for tonight. She's been ruled out for tonight, but they don't what play till Friday. They play, right. It's, it's Wednesday. It's yeah, but I mean, it, it's a foot injury. She played on game three. She got hurt in the fourth quarter and came out. So, like, I don't know how they have not said how serious it is. Oh, so okay. maybe she tries to give it a go. They shoot it up or I don't know. They used to get treatment. I don't know what it is. It could be a stress fracture. Okay. It could be a, you know, we, we don't know exactly what the injury is. It, she's in a walking boot. That's all we know is that Gray's in a walking boot. Right. I just think in this building in particular this year, I mean, this is the, this is the place where Vegas lost by 30 plus points to New York. Liberty shoot the ball way better at home. That building's going to be extremely vocal to keep the series alive. That's their emotional leader on the court is Chelsea Gray. Not only is she their best player, but she's the emotional leader of the of the aces. I got tonight. I'm co-hosting with Wetzel, Mr. WNBA, and yep. Coach is coming on. Nice. Segment. I'll let them tell me what to do. I have no idea. Is there a possibility we could go to this game on Friday night? If you want to, sure. Asked, oh, no, we'll be on the air, it looks like. We will be. It, although yeah, probably it's going to be an eight o'clock, probably yeah, know, five o'clock start. O'clock yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be on the because it's ESPN. Oh, well, yeah. 
take the girls, let them see girls playing. Yeah, it's crazy. Know. They have a five-person rotation now. They're going to play a lot of minutes. So they're they're going to get tired. I mean, there's only five people on a court. Yeah, but they were, but the, their bench depth is gone oh. for, for Vegas. Oh, In the finals, up against a deep team in from New York. Yeah, I like, oh. the, I like the Liberty tonight right. at home to, to come up. I, I'd be psyched for Vegas if they win it, but... I, I can't. If Chelsea Gray plays Game Five, I think they're probably six or seven point favorites. Right. If she, if she doesn't, it might be one. Mm. Might be a pick. Fun game to watch. If you're looking for something to watch tonight, this is a fun game to watch tonight between these two teams, between Vegas and, and New York. <laughs> what Brooklyn. about what about the the, the next story here? I listed on a thing. The practice. We, we, this guy didn't show up for practice. Is he in a walking boot? You're the Sixers fan. What do you do with this dude? I'm not a Sixers fan. I'd like this song, but man, I mean, what a mess. What the hell is going on? Did not show Season up for practice. in a week. Yep. Today, this morning, he was supposed to be at practice. He did show up for the team meeting in New York, but did not show up for practice today. Got a week out from the start of the season. Friday, Harden said that there is no chance that the relationship between him and Daryl Morey could be repaired. Or, and that the he repeatedly referred to Maury as the front office without saying his name during an interview with ESPN. Can this derail your whole season? Can the, can the Sixers oh, whole mean, year be, be dumped? Gonna, we just have to ship them out. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a, <laughs> right? a lot of, there's a lot of money tied up in this guy. $35 million you're tied up in this dude. Mm. <laughs> and just decides, not I'm, not, I'm not showing up. I don't want to be not good. Not good no. at all. Tell the truth. Everybody got to tell the truth. When somebody doesn't tell the truth, somebody knows they didn't tell the truth. It makes things uncomfortable and awkward. But who's not telling the truth? Dale Morey or James Harden? They might both not be. But at this point, you know, Harden seems like he's saying what he wants. I know. But do you believe the report? Do you you believe the report that he tanked the opportunity to go play in Houston? That during the meeting, he was such a pompous prick that that they basically said, get out. We're not taking you here. Really? Yeah, that he had Houston was going to trade for him. Okay. And then Ime Odoka sat down with him and explained, This is what we're doing. Here oh, is he the plan. Like and Harden just basically just was like, That's I'm gonna cool. get my shots, right? I'm gonna score, right? I'm gonna be the guy, right? And Odoka after the meeting was like, Goodbye. <laughs> they were gonna trade for him to give him a max contract. According to according to Woj, he blew like a hundred million dollar contract. Does it get to the point where a guy like that just don't want to play no more? I think it's pretty obvious that James Harden feels like he has to play basketball because what else will James Harden do? But I don't think he really wants to do it. Man, oh man, that stinks. He's set for life. (coughs) The team, I don't think him and Joel Embiid get along. He hates Daryl Morey. You have a new head coach and Nick Nurse coming in. Who's probably going to hold him accountable more than any coach has really ever held him. So, point, I mean, since Oklahoma City, right? Oklahoma City at work, and they were all young and working for the same thing, right? You start working for yourself on a team, it don't work. The team don't work. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Terrible. So we'll season watch. Season wins under. We haven't done much with the with the NBA yet, but as the season next starts, week. we'll get next close week. next week. Yeah, next week. We'll, we'll get it next week. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting quote that came out of G two E. So today, I'm so sorry that I did not that I was not in person to hear this panel 
after reading this article, <laughs> I am really upset at myself for not being in person to hear this. I would have been right in the front row, raising my hand, going, wait a second, what? Say that again. So Justin J. Carter of Penn Entertainment was on a panel at G2E. It was a panel discussing trends that were going to come in <coughs> the gaming world, not just sports betting, but gaming world, the gaming world. He referenced Taylor Swift and the Taylor Swift effect that is going to come to sports betting, believing that, quote, in and of itself, sports betting is not an extremely profitable, profitable venture. Saying, well, everyone's chasing the white whale of the younger generation as pop culture comes. The Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift relationship is one example where sports betting is an amazing tool to create energy and excitement to open up our venues to an entirely different segment of people. The first part you have said. The first part you have said that in and of itself, sports betting is not an extremely profitable venture. But the problem is that today, ESPN Bet unveiled its new logo. Did you like the logo? I did. It's nice. But it was, it was underwhelming for me. You paid how much money to ESPN? A lot. Bailed them out. And you're going to say that sports betting is not an extremely profitable venture? Yeah. If I'm said. an investor in Penn, I'm going... Uh, can, can you, why did you just do what you just did then? If this is not a profitable venture, what, what are we doing? Now you have said it's 2%, 3%, 4%. Stock's right? down a dollar today. I didn't like it. <laughs> I just checked the stock, red stock down. I just don't understand this on the surface. Part one said the quiet part out loud. Part yeah. two Taylor Swift type stories will generate handle for sports books. Well, no, it'll generate interest. I, I mean, you, you can take the interest word and then well, isn't interest handle? And say, it, say, oh, that'll create handle. And you'd be lying. It does not do that at all. <laughs> it doesn't. So good luck with that. You, you, you just, you, you got this whole thing. Now you're going to have, you're going to have to really figure out. Generating handle is very difficult. Generating interest is very easy. Talk about the games. Put up a QR code on the screen. Say, here you go. You should bet this right now. This is good. But um, it's a long, that's a long leap. I mean, that guy just jumped over a cavern, a, 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 a huge, huge, like Grand Canyon-like gap to go there. I, I mean, but you're seeing popular culture get put on slot machines. I mean, we you saw are. the G2E. NFL the, has the, slot machines. The, the NFL slot machines, yeah, it's true. It's going to be a Taylor Swift slot machine. I don't think so. No? When she's 50. Oh. Not now. No. <coughs> no? Remember, she's getting heat in Australia for having her tour be sponsored by a casino property in Australia. Oh, really? So, yeah, I don't, I don't think Taylor Swift will be tying herself to gaming anytime soon. She doesn't need to. Huh. There's no point. It's just, I don't agree with this at all. I don't agree with the pop culture BS, same game parlay, Travis Kelsey. Let's go ahead and use every Taylor Swift song name to create some same game ticket. Uh, I don't believe in it at all. I, I mean, this is, if that's what we're banking on as an industry to keep the thing alive, we're in deep trouble. 
So no, I don't, I don't agree with that. (laughs) This is a good idea. But he did say the quiet part out loud. <laughs> right. Sports, sports betting is not an overall profitable and profitable. No, it's, it's, I mean, the percent margin when you're really good at it, it can be as high as eight to 10%. Mm-hmm. If you get all the parlay handle in the world, yeah, it'd be great. If you can just get parlays, it would be awesome. Um, then you would be able to, uh, <laughs> then you would be able to not take straight bets and just take, well, if you believe twenty percent, believe our guys like Chris Grove, the casinification of sports betting is coming sooner rather than later, as he wrote to me on Twitter a couple days ago. It's not if, it's when. Do the yeah. books offer pre-made parlays, and that's it. That's it. Well, that's what the lotteries do. Yep, a lot certain of the lotteries don't do the straight bets. You got to go do parlays. Straight bets, straight bets, and straight bets, bets will even. be available for the bookies. Straight guys, it's incredible. Always take straight bets. That'll be absolutely a horrific scene if we see major operators only offering pre-populated parlays to the customer. Absolutely awful. One, that's one good thing about us living here. We'll never have to worry about that. Thank God. Um, never. Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? The text message I just got. Sorry. Uh-oh. <sighs> oh. Okay, better to book a time. Was it from, from the, <laughs> that, yeah, we'll boss? About, okay, never we'll mind. Talk, yes, yes. Right, we'll right, talk about, oh my God, right. I can't believe I Deep breath. Going. We're almost done. <laughs> okay, better to book a time. Astros money line plus 115. Uh, bet it, but I like over instead. Over oh, nine and a half. Bet this. <laughs> I like, I like this. This one I like. The other one I feel like we're flipping a coin. Not crazy okay. about, but um, when I like the over, I like the dog. So I think you're live. Okay. This, but I like the over. Liberty minus five and a half. I'll, I'll just say book it just to be controversial. I have no idea. I don't even know they were playing. You're frozen. Look at your face right there. Now your eyes are closed. Hold oh, on. boy. Are we back or not? That was a big freeze. That was a big one. Yeah. No, you're good. Oh, now you're total, back. Yep. Total reset there. Uh, everything went blank on the screen. Oh, no. And... Pittsburgh Penguins money line against the Red Wings. Your board, your board Jari up against the Red Wings has a yeah. phenomenal record. Last year had a yeah. 1.01 goals against average. He shut out the Washington Capitals and his only road start so far. And he, uh, Huso is not a good goaltender. I like I like puck line. I like money line. Is Jari confirmed? Yes. Oh. He should be. I mean, that's where hold on. <sighs> Last night it was everything was expected. Yeah. So, um, I just got the text. I got the text. I didn't even know the guy was watching. My man, um, confirmed Jari. So, when I give him the deuces, I forget. I think it's Butchie. Yeah, Butchie. Butchie, Butchie yeah. He's, he said Astros and Liberty good. Oh, like it. I'm so excited. Good. Yeah. I, I like Astros I like and Liberty both. good. Uh, Jari and Huso both are confirmed. Over that too. Money like lines easier. Over. Easier bet. I take Detroit. Really? If I had to pick a side, I don't have to pick a side though. But I, I would take Detroit. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like Detroit tonight at all. They have not 
they're young. They get the firepower, but I think I think Jari, amazingly enough, Jari could be the difference. They're two yeah. and one on the year so far. They lost to the Devils four three. They beat the Lightning six four. They beat the Blue Jackets four nothing in their last game. But TNT game tonight. So you have national TV game as well. So you have hockey tonight, baseball tonight, and basketball tonight, all on national TV. Perfect. Watch it. So lots of things to get to. Um, let me see. Do we have any super chats? We do not have super chats. That's good. No so super chats today. No super chats today. So we can go right into favorite thing about today. Two things. One, this T-shirt. It says, take care of your chicken. The Marshawn Lynch saying, I saw the shirt. I had to get it. I love it. I wore the thing today with my, uh, my other I wish hat. you had that when I saw him working out next to me at the gym. It would have been great to oh, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to go buy 10 more. I got eight DMs. Can you get me one of those shirts? Can you get me one of those shirts? <laughs> they had a store. I don't know if it's still there. It was a pop-up store. Marshawn Lynch store selling all his expressions. He's doing so well I, right now. You know, I mean, yeah. give I give him a ton of credit. Yeah. He really, he really is doing well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I wore this to the doctor because I got to take care of your chicken. Was like symbolic for me to take care of yourself. Men, we're idiots. When you're sick, go to the doctor. As you get older, live better. Like take care of yourself. Make healthy right. decisions. If it means not having something, do it. It's just smart. And I talked to the doctor today. Everything, knock on wood, pretty good. Good. Dave, you got to get better sleep. You got to do this. You got to do that. All that other, everything that you're supposed to do, just keep doing. You've done it good. Do it better. That's number one. Number two, you sent me that text with the quote from Simmons. And this is my other favorite thing about today. Bill Simmons talked about you can't just be famous and have a podcast anymore, was the, the headline of mm-hmm. it. And I saw our friend uh, Ben Carey asked you, what does that mean for you guys? And, you know, you guys went back and forth. I was in a waiting room, so I, I read it, but I didn't read it. But I'm not really worried about what anyone else is doing. I never really have my whole life. I like to know just because I want to encourage them. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to, you know, push them down. But I know what we have here, and I know what we want to keep doing. And this quote right here, this one got me excited, like to the point where, you know, it was I'll almost it. like title shot excited. Can I he read said, the, well, I'm going to read the last paragraph. Let me oh, read. sure. Go ahead. Yeah. It says, you know, Simmons later said, the more podcasts that start, the more likely it is the bigger podcasts will see growth due to an overwhelming amount of choices and the familiarity that large shows provide. And then he went on to say, in quotes, people kind of gravitate toward the trusted people, the bigger people, the people they know and the best stuff. So in a weird way, the more podcasts that there are, the better it is for the bigger podcasts because there's too many choices. People are like, oh, I know that one. If it's a personality or it's an angle, question mark, I think that's going to win. And I went, it's funny. All of our conversations off the air have been saying the same exact thing. Yeah. And he said, there's 20 million podcasts out there. How do you stand out? How are you different? And if you're competing against a bunch of people in the same space, why are people going to listen to you? Which is what we talk about all the time. Why? What's it? And then so Ben asked me, what would you say that is for y'all specifically? And my answer to him was, BVB is a lifestyle show dressed up as a sports betting show. Our power is that we have the ability to talk about life as strongly as a side. There isn't a line that Dave can't dissect, and there isn't a topic I can't have a strong opinion on. The brigades are fuel. Which is, when I saw it today, I went, this is what we're doing. 
This is again, are we a podcast? I don't know. Are we a TV show? I don't know. We're at, we're all of it. We're great pro- question we're, we're, last week on the Twitter. We may need to re- redo that one again because I think it changes all the time. Like I think originally we may have started as a podcast that airs, yes, but now it's a TV show with a with a chat. Like it's, I, I think it is. I mean, we're I would agree. Here. And it's replayed on radio and replayed on TV, right? But the live show really is when you get the full feeling of what we do every day. And how I think we, so. How how you get what we are? Yeah. In the blood and the and the fuel that we get from the from the chat and roll call Friday and everything else that we that we've put together. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's cool to see stuff like that in in, in the podcasting world. Being obviously, I'm going to go teach my classes <laughs> at UNLV coming up this you know in an hour. Yep. And I teach audio. I'm I love that audio has never been great. I love radio, okay, but I loved radio because of audio. Audio has never been better right now, and TV is amazing. TV and video has never been bigger either. But both content still, at the end of the day, is king. Sorry to be quick today, guys, but we got to run. Dave was late. I got to run the class. Back tomorrow for Thursday, longer edition of the show coming up tomorrow. Back on a normally scheduled-ish time of 11 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you there. Dave, Matt, tomorrow, Thursday, BBB.